welcome to Sis You Got This, a community designed to empower women of color to thrive and no longer just survive. Join me, your host, Tierra B, on Tuesdays as we cultivate space to heal, love, and value the woman we are currently as well as the woman we're becoming, despite life's everyday struggles. So sis, take a seat, stay for a while, and let's chat. Welcome to another episode of Sis You Got This. I'm your host, Tierra B, and I am definitely excited today. I've been pumping this episode up for the whole month. We have our first guest today. Hopefully, your week is going well, sis. So before we get into today's topic, I want to introduce my guest. He is by far my favorite person in the whole wide world. My fiance, Drew. Drew, say hi to everybody. Yo, sis. <laughs> it is I, the reason. Say no. <laughs> <laughs> you want to tell them why you're calling yourself the reason? Because uh, we engaged. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so, sis, as I stated last week, we were going to talk about dating with purpose. And there was nobody else I wanted to talk about this topic with because our journeys to finding each other were the same. So, hopefully... There is something today that you hear that will encourage you to date with purpose if that's what you decide to do. I just want to throw a disclaimer out there before we get into today's interview that a relationship is not a necessity but a desire. You are still valuable if you decide to be single or you're not in a relationship or looking for a relationship right now. So I just want to throw that out there, sis. So you ready? You ready, bro? I was born ready, old fish. Just <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> so... Our story is always such an interesting story to tell, but before we kind of get into how we met, one of the things I wanted to ask you was, what do you think about dating with a purpose and is it worth it? I think it depends I think it depends on the person and what they want out of life. So, whether that's a man or a woman, um, I think it depends on where you are and for me, it came easy because I just didn't... It came easy to date with a purpose for the simple fact that one thing you know about me that I really hate is wasting my time. Thanks. So if um, if you're going to be in my life, whether we're going to be together seriously or if we're just dating each other or whatever, um, if you're going to take... Because for me, how I look at life is like time. So um, if you're going to take me away from... If you're going to take my time away from me making money, then you need to be worth my while. You know what I mean? So if you're not, then what are we really doing here? If we don't help each other grow in any way possible, then like I just kind of feel like we're spinning our wheels here and wasting time. Thanks. And I definitely agree with you. I think for me, my journey to dating with purpose and intention was because I was fed up. Hmm. Do you feel like that you had the same experience? I know you said you don't like when people waste your time and mm. you don't want to waste time. Do you feel like you had the same experience? Like you were fed up with wasting time mm. with the people that you were dealing with? Oh, yeah. Listen, uh, from uh, Bumble to BLK. Not Bumble. To Not you was on Bumble, though. Coffee <laughs> Bagel <laughs> to Tinder. Not you was, was on all the day apps. Oh, I was on all of them. Listen, <laughs> I could retire my jersey. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> 
But, you know, no, nah, it was just, uh, for me personally, it was just a big waste of my time. I just, uh, um, the compatibility uh, factor of it, you just don't really meet too many people that you're compatible on those sites. And, you know, after like a good two, three conversations, you realize like, okay, this is going nowhere. See, I've never been on dating sites, but I definitely was wasting my time in person. With okay. People in person. Mm. I'm the worst talking to people, but <laughs> like I never was on date, dating apps because I just safety wise didn't think it was a thing to do. Which is funny because we actually got back in contact online, but yeah, exactly. still, at least exactly. I knew you mm-hmm. um, before you slid in my DMs. But what exactly do you think it means to date with purpose? Because I feel like for a guy and a girl, it might be different. Um, for me, dating, dating with a purpose means to, uh, find my person, to find my wife, to find, uh, my other half. And, um, pretty much just setting my requirements out there and, um, my non-negotiables and just not wavering on them. So that's what dating with a purpose looks like for me. Okay. How about you? I think that I definitely agree with you. I think from my standpoint, based off of the experiences that I had with other like relationships, for me, it was the same thing. Now, I was a little bit more flexible with like whatever my list, I guess, was Mm -hmm. because my list was very long. (laughs) I mean, it was like three pages long. (laughs) But I feel like I was a little bit more flexible and a little bit more open. Mm -hmm. But I definitely had intention. I went into dating again when I decided to date. I went into it knowing that I wanted to get married. Like, that Mm. was the end result for me. So, that intention that I had was how I kind of went about dating. And when I first started dating again, it was a little rough. But then it did get a little bit better around the time that I met you and we started being in contact. Because for me, after I had got my heart broken three times, I was like, yo, you're not doing something right. Like, Mm. something's wrong. It's not always the other person. It's you. So what can I do mm-hmm. to change the way that I date? Mm-hmm. And for me, I decided to not date until I was 30. So around 28, I made that decision to not date till I was 30. I made a decision to kind of heal um, and kind of learn how to love myself and just heal from everything that I had been through. Like mm-hmm. I started therapy through that time. I moved to a different state. And these were ways that I decided during that time that I was going to grow. So when I met the person that was supposed to be for me and... Um, I was ready to date again, that mm. I would be ready and I could give them my best self. So mm. do you feel like you kind of had a similar experience or no? Yeah, so um, I didn't do, I didn't do I know therapy. You, oh, okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you didn't take time away from dating. I was like, dog, no, no, definitely I, did. No, I took time away. Um, I had a, a serious relationship and then um, I took, uh, I took about six months to uh, just work on myself and get closer to God and literally, like, search for, like, my purpose and my why. Like, why am I here? Like, as a man, like, what is this? What what does my life look like in the next, like, five years? And, um, you know, so started talking to the Most High about it and, uh, you know, just healed during that time. You know what I mean? And, and it wasn't that I said, oh, I'm just going to stop dating for six months. It just ended up being six months. I didn't have a cap on so it. So you didn't put a timeline like no, I did. <laughs> no, I didn't have, you know what I mean? Because with a process like that, especially when it comes to like um, 
like rebuilding yourself back up. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's got to take time. So I, right. I wasn't gonna cap it. That could have been a year for all I cared. Like I and when I say not dating, like I didn't. There wasn't nobody texting me. I wasn't mm. texting nobody. wasn't no hey big heads. It wasn't nothing. I, I literally like phone was dry. Wasn't trying to talk to nobody. It was a so. desert. Desert. <laughs> that joint was a desert. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I made this face at him that was like nobody better had not been texting you. But um, I think for me, do you feel like you should put a time frame on that process? Mm-mm. Because if you're not ready, you're not ready. Right. So like if like let's say let's say you put a time frame up and be like, Oh, I'm a I'm a heal in three months. How do you know you healed in three months? Right. You right, know what I mean? Right, like right. in three months, the first date you go on, the guy can say any little thing that'll trigger and bring up a bad memory from the last guy and then next thing you know he paying for whoever somebody else's somebody mistake. Else mistake. You know what I mean? When he mm-hmm. didn't even know that was a thing. So, you know, I don't I don't believe that like you should put a cap on. I think once you really had that feeling like I could put myself back out here. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, once you fully f- had that feeling, that's when you should, like, do it. And you should go through any measure that, that um, any measure possible to get to that point. Because um, at the end of the day, you know, when you think about yourself and your heart, like, you know, isn't that worth it, right? Right. And it's interesting that you say that because during the two years that I decided, like, hey, I'm not going to date. Like, I'm a date. And when I mean date, I mean, like, for me, I mean getting a serious relationship. Yeah. So I don't mean just talk to people. Mm. Although during that time, I was not talking to anybody. But it's funny because around, like, um, I guess, like, a year and a half into that process, or maybe, like, a year into that process when I had moved back from Florida, I was talking to one of my friends, and they, like, um, basically was like, how you going to find somebody if you're not social, like, you know, on social media <laughs> and stuff. And I was just like, I got what they were saying, but I also was just like so closed-minded. And I was just like, I don't think I'm ready. Like, I was yeah. so scared to put myself back out there. And mm. that friend gave me a push, and I did put myself out there. But once once I was out there, I realized that I wasn't ready because mm. I wasn't ready to be vulnerable. And I was doing some of the same things that... I did before like I was being a pursuer or like Mm. I was being aggressive or like whatever because I wanted something because again remember I told you my end goal was marriage so Mm. like I'm like so I was like okay you're definitely not ready for this you definitely need some more time yeah so do you feel like when you started to put yourself back out there you noticed like maybe I'm not ready for this or do you feel like that six months was like yo I got this no, the six months with me was like, yo, I got this. For the simple fact Don't that... Don't look at you. I, <laughs> <laughs> but because I saw, like, the error of my ways from before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, not to say that I'm, like, the perfect dater or nothing like that. But um, how I felt was that with my last situation, um, though it ended not totally for my, like, all my fault, I put blame on myself for the simple fact that I did not have requirements. Mm. And not only did I not have requirements, I didn't have I didn't I didn't have requirements, but I also I don't think I really had like I don't want to say I didn't have standards, but I didn't have standards in a way of like this is a non-negotiable for me. You know what I mean? Right. And actually say it and move on because like I said what I said. Right. This time around, when it came to dating, it was like, 
dog. We got a cert. We got a bulletproof list of your ideal woman, and which was me. Yes, which but you good. didn't know, right? <laughs> but I had a I had a list of of my ideal woman, and I wasn't going to bend on not one thing on that list. Mm. You know what I mean? So in my list, my list wasn't even like a physical thing. It was just all like things from the inside. You know what I mean? And and I don't think that it was. I was asking for too much, but I <laughs> dating now is not the best. So, so what makes you say that? I mean, I do have another question for you, but I'm gonna ask you that first. What makes you say that? Dating now is like it's like a game. It's like a bad game of uh, it's like a bad game of chess of like let's see. Who can who can play who first and who catches feelings first because that's the loser. So you first, know? basically it's a game. Yeah, like it's just a right. huge game, right? Right. And everybody is trying their best not to catch feelings. Right. Because everybody does it because most of us don't even understand that we got all these different traumas that, you know, we're mm. not acknowledging. That's so, a whole other topic. So, so because of those, you know, and because of those traumas, what happens is we are, we're all coming, we're all meeting each other broken. Right. You know what I mean? All these broken pieces do not fit in the puzzle. So, and that's really what it feels like or seems like when it comes to dating nowadays. So do you think, this was my question, do you, because you made me forget my other question. <laughs> By the way, this is the relationship expert. So that's, <laughs> that's right. That's Mm, that's, that's another right. reason that's why right. I brought him on but um, I guarantee you ladies if you hand me your phone I can find your husband in there mm. but anyway so <laughs> <laughs> my question is you think you can do that for my mom too yep <laughs> you hear I that mom <laughs> yep mama I got you mama I got you so my question <laughs> is do you feel like there is a difference between male and females when it comes to dating with intention or dating with purpose It depends. Mm. it depends. On what? <sighs> See. Uh, okay. So, it depends. And, I, and the reason I say that is because men that really are dating with purpose really do want their wives. Right. Like, I know a couple guys literally on the top of my head who would love to be a husband one day. Mm -hmm. Love to have kids and settle down one day. You know what I mean? But they haven't found the right one. And I always tell I always tell people that I think that one of the things that really do hinder us when it comes to that bridging that gap and actually finding that person is the person in the mirror yourself. Right. So like we can have a like <laughs> I always tell I always tell women whether it's like a sister or a friend like you know friends that I call sister or whatever like your type ain't your type mm. like you're not your type's type mm -hmm. because if that was the case it would be working out right you know what I mean and I think sometimes we hold on to that this is my type I'm only sticking with this thing but you didn't dated the same person Amen. 35 times and Amen. got the same results Amen Insanity is what? Doing the same thing over and over again, thinking you're going to get a different result. Ooh, can I get an amen? Yay, <laughs> <Yeah>, bo! <laughs> <laughs> I 
But it's interesting that you say that because I'm thinking like, okay, if I ask myself that same question, mm. is there a difference between men and women? I would say yes, but it would be different only because I feel like a lot of times women think with their emotions mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And I think when it comes to dating, you can't always think with your emotions. Like, right. yes, you want to have emotions. Yes, you want to be vulnerable. But a lot of times with women... Our emotions are what get us in trouble. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And it doesn't mean you can't feel. It doesn't mean you have to be numb and closed off. But you have to know how to manage your emotions, especially when it comes to the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. You know? So, for me, I feel like it's that difference just because men are more logical and women are more emotional. So, we feel mm-hmm. like, hey, I like this person. But honestly, like, when you really sit back and think about this person, if they can add or subtract to your life, it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think this going to work. Like, but sometimes it'd be that hindsight. Like, I've always had hindsight, and I'm looking back, like, when I look at past relationships, I'm like, what was I doing? Like, if mm. I would have just slowed down and thought a little bit more, mm. I, would, I wouldn't even entertain you mm. on my worst day. Right. So, like, why am I entertaining you now? So, it's just interesting that you say that. So, you had said something earlier that made me think about healing mm. and how people are coming together, and they're usually, like, broken. Mm. So, it's like two broken puzzle pieces or however you had put it, do you think that you need to be completely healed before you can date? Of course. Why do you say that? Because I have a different perspective that I just gained like in the last couple months. So tell me why you feel that way. Hmm. And do you think that goes for both men and women? Well, yeah, because... In a lot of cases, men when men break when men break up, like you know, let's say, because men don't have like a lot of girlfriends per se. Okay. You know what I mean? I definitely like, agree with you. I know like, what you're saying. You know, like I like I'm 34. I've had like two girlfriends my entire life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like we don't really have that many girlfriends. Right. Um, Y'all just talk to a lot of girls, but not necessarily they're your girlfriend. I don't mean that in a bad way, but yeah, I'm just saying. But yeah, yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, um, not you gave me the face. <laughs> That's not what I was trying to say. <laughs> Listen, I was like, I ain't telling them bros. I ain't telling them bros. <laughs> I'm, just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, men will talk to a lot of women, mm-hmm. but they don't necessarily make them their, their girlfriend. girlfriend. Exactly. But I, see, I think that, I think that people should heal before they date for the simple fact that even if you just want to date and then enjoy your time, Right. You know, I just, I feel like it's a healthier space for you to do that and for the other person. You right. know what I mean? Like, you don't want to go on a first date with some dude who just broke up with his, like, high school sweetheart last week. Right. Like, he going to be overly emotional or bring her up throughout the conversation. Like, she's not even out of his system yet. Right. You know what I mean? And for a guy, I know me. I don't want to go on no first date with somebody that just start uh, crying when the lobster come out because mm-hmm. she thinking about not the lobster. He used to bring out lobster and crab legs all the time. Uh, for me. <laughs> like I ain't got time for all that. Like not the singing. Go heal. <laughs> go heal. The only reason why I say I have a different perspective is because of the things that I've been going through mm. in the last few months, and I think about how you've been there. Now I do think you have to be healed to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you have to be healed completely because I feel like. As humans, we're always growing and we're healing from something. Yeah. And, like, the more I go through things, the more I realize 
wow, this area of my life is not healed yet or I still need to work on it. So I think to a certain extent, you have to be healed because you don't want to bring that baggage mm. into your last relationship. Or right. you want to be aware enough to say, hey, what you're doing is triggering me and have a, a mature conversation about mm-hmm. it. So that's the only reason I disagree because I see it a little bit different as far as like growth and healing being a continual process depending on what's going on in your life. Right. And I'm, and my, and I'm coming from the aspect of somebody that dated people from BLK app and um, they are not healed. Not I'm just put, here to say that, you know, they're not healed. Not putting the app out. And I'm, just saying, on the app. I'm just saying they're not healed. And I'm, I'm not saying I disagree with you. I just, because I think about like when you came to me, like I was healed to a certain extent, but mm-hmm. I didn't realize that there were still some areas. But right now you helped me through a lot of stuff and helped me heal through a lot of things, yeah. you know, and support me through that. But yeah. I was healed enough to not let my past situations dictate what I'm doing with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, and, and I think like <laughs> we just, uh, no, thank you. But I was I was thinking though, like when it comes to that part, when it comes to like that whole healing before dating thing, like as a guy, like when you're dating with a purpose and you're meeting a, a bunch of women that are not healed, it is draining. Like it's, I feel like it's draining the other way around. I, too. No, I believe you. Trust me, I believe you. You know what I mean? I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, like, but it is so like draining to the point where like I used to I'm telling you I would take breaks like two three months from dating because I'm like this is trash like what am I doing and you were spending a lot of money (laughs) you said I put you on the spot (laughs) (laughs) you know what I won't even say I was spending a lot of money on dates it depends like if I felt a vibe then then I would spend money but like if not like a walk in the park is a date you know what I mean like there's other things you can do outside of like opening a wallet and paying like three hundred plus for a meal. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like three hundred. I'm just saying, like you know, you just never know. Who's eating that place. much? You know, them places that we have in like. I know. I know, know we've been like there, but we've never paid three hundred. Right, we've been right. There. <laughs> yeah. But you know, we've been to spots where like you know it's like oh eighty dollars for the entree, but. You also got by the sides. Like, right, what? right, what is right. Going on? It should come with it, right? right? Like, does this steak talk to me tonight? Like, <laughs> so do you think it's harder for men to heal than it is for women? Honestly, yes. Yes, I do. Mm, and I know why you're going yes, to say I that. Do. I know why you say yes. Yes, I, I do. Because I've said it many times. Women, y'all have a superpower. Your hearts are like elastic. Y'all can fall in love with probably double-digit men. Double-digit men? Not at the same time. I'm just talking Still. about. I'm just. Let's say okay. Let's say you. Let's say you're dating and you have a boyfriend every year, but it's a different boyfriend because you broke up or whatever. And then you. But why you gotta be in love with every boyfriend you got though? I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. Let's say you dated for ten years and you had a boyfriend every year. Right. Right. Then, and you said, I love you to all 10 of them. Like, women, for some reason, you you can be heartbroken, but at the same time, be optimistic about love. I definitely will agree with you. Men? On that one. Men? We have one girlfriend? Get your heart broke? It don't work out? Get your heart broke? And then you turn into That's a- it. I'm never loving again. 
That is factual. <laughs> that is definitely fact. I will be at the club every Friday, every Saturday. That's definitely factual. And twice on Sunday. I can't. Not twice on Sunday. I can't, <laughs> I can't talk, but that's definitely factual because I've met many men who are like that. Like It'd be like, why you don't want to settle down? Oh, because I got my heart broke when I was 10. You was 10. <laughs> like Nobody knows what a relationship consists, consists of at 10. Like nobody knows that. Dog, like we like, just we just figure, trying to figure things out. We don't know what we're doing. This this dude's out right now that had a girlfriend at fifteen. She probably broke broke his heart. He ain't never had one again. Mm. Like this is a this is this happens. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I don't know what happened to men. Like what happened to us? But we do not have that uh, emotional capacity. For uh, maybe it's a um, maybe we we don't like rejection. Nobody does, right? But maybe like the rejection of like you know I settled down, I gave you my all, and it still wasn't good enough. And wow, see what happens when I do that. That's a hit Never to the again. pride. You and said the a ego, what? a hit to the pride and the ego. Exactly. So you know, um, but yeah, me. I don't know, I just got to a space where um, I just don't have hate in my heart for anybody. You know what I mean? Like, all right, maybe one person. But um, <laughs> I don't know who that one person was. I was talking about a group of people, but we're not going to okay. go there today. Thank you. Okay. But <laughs> I just don't, but my thing is like, in a dating sense, I do not have hate in my heart towards right. anybody. I don't have a bad thing to say about anybody. You know what I mean? Because I feel like every every woman that I dated, that was a lesson. Right. And I gained something good from most of the women I dated. Like, you know what I mean? And and I think that it made me a better man. So I can't be mad at that or ashamed of that. You know right. what I mean? So like I said, I have no ill will towards anybody in my past. So, you know. Well, that's good. Yeah. I don't think I do either. I think I've healed. That's right. God bless. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the other reasons why I wanted to talk to you, because although this is a space to empower women mm-hmm. and to help them, you know, I think it's good to hear a male, a male's perspective. But I also feel like because you have sisters, mm-hmm. you know, you can also see it from that standpoint. So that's one of the last things I want to ask you is what advice would you give to women thinking as if they were your little sister who might be listening to do when it comes to dating? I would say, I would say be open. Mm, that's a good one. Be be open to, um, be open to a type of man that you would never think that you could see yourself with. Now, sis, I got something to say about that when he <laughs> get finished. Be, be, be open to a man who, um, be open to a man that, uh, has a great relationship with his, uh, parents Mm. and be open to the idea of you opening up too and and letting go once you realize that he checks those marks, he checks, checks those boxes for you. Um, And just, yeah, try something new. Mm. You know what I mean? Because in a lot of cases, we really don't try anything new. We can date the same person over and over and over, even though they're not literally the same person. Mm. But 
their statistics are the same person. Right. I just talked about that in my bonus episode about how um, I essentially dated the same three people. They just had, they were similar but had different qualities. Mm-hmm. And that's when I had to say, like, yo, sis, maybe they're not the problem. Maybe you are. Right, right. You know what I mean? So yep. I definitely agree with that. And I back that up 100%. And the reason I say that is because when you first slid in my DMs, I was like, now, I thought you was cute, but, like, my <laughs> perception of you from when we knew each other when we were younger, because we met at military boarding school when we were young, like, yeah. third and fourth grade, and I didn't talk to him, him at that time because of whoever he hung around or whatever the case <laughs> may be. Um, bro, bro. <laughs> um, so, I just had this perception of you, and then when we had our first conversation on the phone, I was like, wow, like, he has some substance, like, he mm-hmm. talks, like... He likes to read books. Like, he's just not, like, the person I thought he was. So, it took me being open to seeing that to actually, Mm -hmm. like, be open to dating you. Because you also, in other ways, weren't what I would usually go for either. But it turned out to work in my favor. Mm -hmm. Well, work in both of our favors. But, um, (laughs) is there any advice that you would give, again, like, bro to sis? to the women for qualities to look for? Because you said, like, you had requirements and they were, like, inside things. Like, they mm-hmm. weren't physical. What are some qualities from bro to sis that you would be like, yo, sis, this is what you should look for, like, outside of being open and having good relationships with your parents? Um, but, I like, would say, characteristics. I would say, one, uh, what's his relationship like with God? Okay. Um, That's right. If he, if he, if he doesn't have that together, then... He's he's not ready. Mm. Um, is he is he talking to God? Is he praying to God? Does he read his Bible? Um, and it's not to get biblical or nothing like that, but um, God gave us men a, a blueprint on how we should carry ourselves and how we should move on this earth. And if he's not in tune with that, then that's not somebody you want to go for. Also, um, his ambition. What's his why? Um, how does he treat his mother? How does he treat his sisters? Um, I mean, this goes with ambition, but is he a hard worker? You know, um... Does he have a job? Does he have a job? Also, do you feel safe? Is he somebody that you feel safe with? That's a big one. I think that's actually my favorite. Not to cut you off. Mm -hmm. um, But we do this all the time. We cut each other off. But but that's a big thing that I felt with you that I didn't feel with other people. Like, I feel safe. Mm -hmm. Like, not just from a um, physical, like, oh, he's going to beat somebody up standpoint, I felt safe to be myself. Right. Which I'm not with a lot of people, but, mm-hmm. like, you get all of me. Silly me, go- goofy me, serious me, yep. like, crazy me. Like, you get mm-hmm. all of them, you as you like the, to say. You can say the crazy one again, because, you know, there's, like, three of them in there, but... Anyway, <laughs> you're not too far off. But... Um, I, no, I'm through it <laughs> But I, I think that's a big... I think that was a big one. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big one, especially as a woman of color. It's it's good to feel safe with a male because 
we're conditioned to be so strong. Right. Like, you know what I mean? We feel like we got to do everything ourselves. And mm. even when we first started dating, it was hard for me to let you do things for me because I'm conditioned to do things and get it done myself. Right, right. You know what I mean? So it was hard for me to be open to your help. But I think the fact that you made me feel safe made me let my guard down. Mm. You know what? You just reminded me to another thing. Um, sis, don't, don't, um, don't let, don't let a man text you to death. Mm, come on now. What yeah, I asked you when we first started talking? Yeah, like, yeah, so, yeah, so T asked me when we first started talking, um, uh, do you talk on the phone or do you text? And I was like, I'm a talker. And then she and found I didn't out, even know. She, she didn't even know what she was in for, like, right <laughs> away that, no, nah, like, I'm going to talk your head off for real. Like, for real. <laughs> you like, know? big time. And, and, and I'm not just talking, I'm coming with questions, because, like I, like I said, I wasn't trying to waste my time. So, you know, we had to figure this thing out, and I have this I have this policy. Um, Not a policy. Co- oh, yeah. I have this policy when it comes okay, to Okay, HR. Uh, yeah, <laughs> listen, did I have enough, had enough jobs that could be HR? But, um, I <laughs> but no, I, I have this policy where um, if, like, in order for me to go on a date, in order for me to go on a date, like, open up my wallet and um, to spend, spend uh, money and time with you outside of the phone, I need to have three successful phone conversations with you. And... Not just, you know, we just laughing and, and giggling, but, like, my questions need to be answered. Do you feel like women should do the same? Of course. Of course. Like, it can't just be a vibe. Right. You know what I mean? Like, because anybody can vibe with anybody. Right. You said they be coming as a representative. Exactly. So, like, you know, because we also got to think about this long term as well. Like, mm-hmm. let's say you do fast forward, get married, you know, you guys grow old together. All right. One day, you know, life's going to slow y'all down. You're going to need somebody to talk to. Right. That conversation going to still need to flow. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, it needs to be a conversation of substance, you know. And also, sis, ask brother what's the last book he, he read. You know what I mean? Like, that's real big. Like, just to understand his mind and um, just to see where his head is at. Live him read books, but he listened to them. That still counts. Yeah, that counts. No, that, that does. <laughs> no, I'm count. just saying. I'm just saying because not everybody count. read books. I mean, not, no, I people don't read in general. But no, I get it because, like, you know, you gotta think people are busy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you walk in and you got somewhere to be, like, you can listen to a book. You can listen to a book. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So, you know, but uh, yeah, that would be my advice. Okay, so from a woman to woman, sister sis, I'm gonna share my advice, which I've said one of these things on the podcast before, but I feel like you should be intentional on getting to know yourself because I feel like the more that you know yourself you're going to be able to know what you want from somebody else Mm -hmm. and you're also going to be able to teach them how to treat you you know or show them and not necessarily saying that they don't know how to treat you but not everybody likes to be loved or cared for in the same way so you have to learn you have to be able to learn somebody and then be able to learn you so I think really being intentional on Getting to know yourself will help you, you know, moving forward when you go to date. And I also agree with having standards and requirements. Mm -hmm. I can say that when I was dating early on, like in my 20s and teens or whatever, when I was getting my heart broke, I really didn't have standards. Like, I just wanted to be loved so bad that it just didn't matter. Like, Mm -hmm. and I would just be willing to go through anything. So I definitely agree with having standards and having requirements. Like, listen, in your 30s, 
and not everybody not might not be in their 30s that's listening but once you get in your 30s like you don't have time to be playing games like you have time but you don't want to waste that time like you know like my babe said earlier you just don't want to be wasting time doing the same things over and over again so i think be intentional on getting to know yourself um and also just taking time to enjoy whatever season you're in and i say that because like I had talked about on my last episode about how I used to jump from relationship to relationship. And a lot of people would talk about how, you know, you single, you can do this, you can do whatever. But I just let it go in one ear and out the other. Like, I didn't enjoy that season. And that could have been a time where I was really establishing certain things, traveling and doing all these things. Because it's easier to do a lot when and get to know yourself and different things like that when you don't have to worry about somebody else. So I think enjoying every season and taking every season to grow, whether that's healing from your last relationship or just growing and getting to know yourself or whatever the case may be. So I think that's kind of my advice. Okay. That's what you're Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so, sis, that is it for this week. But we'll be back next week. Both of us will be back next week talking about healthy relationships and why it's important to have one and what that looks like. So if you have any questions, just like the whole month, please click the link in the episode description to ask your questions. And until next time, remember, sis, you got this. You got this, sis. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) So, sis, until next week, remember, you got this.